I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am terrific. Yeah, you're gearing up for your favorite time. Gearing up, but we are in the middle of the most wonderful time of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so special. Mm -hmm. It's different. Yeah, but it's special, and that's really what I wrote about this morning, um, in 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 my my new book, the fifty two little lessons from a Christmas Carol. Um, what I really love about it is uh, one of the chapters was was talking about kind of seeing life through the eyes of a child, mm-hmm. and and for me, so the example that I gave that was in the book was. Bob Cratchit, who's working for Scrooge, and it's a miserable place, and it's dark, and it's cold, and, and Scrooge is just complaining and whining, and Bob Cratchit goes to put, you know, some coal in the stove, and and uh, Scrooge goes through the whole thing about, you know, that's consumed, and once it's there, it's gone, and, you know, it, we're spending money we don't need, and so he ends up warming his hands on a candle, um, and then he just, you know, he asked Scrooge, can I possibly have, you know, tomorrow's Christmas Day, could I possibly have that off? And and he goes through this thing about, well, you know, this is like picking a man's pocket type of thing. You want pay, but you don't want to work. And so he ends up getting the day off. But as he leaves and he shuts the door behind him, he leaves all the negativity behind. Mm-hmm. And he goes outside and he meets up with his, with his son, Tim, who's a cripple, and he slides in the snow with the boys and he gets home and has dinner and then he plays, uh, he has a special Christmas Eve dinner with his family and then the family plays a game of blind man's bluff and it just, Bob Cratchit was seeing the season and the Christmas holiday through the eyes of a child. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a smart man. Because the nonsense is there. You know, the, the, the work issues are still here. The busyness is still here. The, the, the virus is still here. But it doesn't change the fact that it is still this most wonderful time of the year. And we need to slow down and see it through the eyes of a child. Yep. And make a difference and be a difference to the people that are around us. You know, when the, who do we, you know, the people that we, well, hopefully not bump into, because that would not be social distancing. <laughs> but the, the people that we see, even with a mask on, you can tell mm-hmm. if somebody's smiling by their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so are we making a difference? Are we joyful? Are we happy? You know, when was the last time you smelled that amazing smell? From a pine tree. You know, when was the last time you smelled Christmas cookies baking? And did you appreciate it? Um, my wife has spent several days making her strudels, you know, and, and, and just the smell of that. Mm-hmm. Do we take the time? Are we fully present enough to really experience it? So my question that I have for you that I didn't tell you I was going to because <laughs> I just thought of it is what what are some of your favorite um, things to experience or to sense mm-hmm. during this season? Uh, I mean, I I just find this to be such a magical time, you know, kind of the, the whole month of December, really, um, especially having little girls. It's pretty easy for me to see 
<laughs> through the eyes of a child when I'm living <laughs> with two them of them. Um, but I, I love seeing the lights. Chris, you know, yes. the, the, the decorations and the lights. And I know some of the local towns and villages even have them on their street lights, right? Um, I love that. I love, you know, just, you know, lighting up our house. I, I think I told you we did our trees a long time ago because we were so you excited. Did, yes. Uh, well, you were smart and you did it before it got bitter cold. I did it when it was 70 degrees out. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I enjoy listening to the Christmas music and the other day, I, I can't remember when it was maybe a week or week ago or so. I was kind of feeling like down because I had a lot of chores. I, you know, I had to run out to Wegmans and Target and, um, I've grown accustomed to staying home and I had right. to actually go out and just kind of bummed, you know, I, I wanted to be home with my family and I put on some Christmas music. And by the time I got to the store, I was feeling much better. Um, I just, I love that. I love the traditions um, around the season, which I think changed for me from being a child to when you're an adult, it's like you view the traditions differently. It's not, Hmm. um, you know, you kind of notice all the hard work, hard work that goes into, you know, making the Christmas Eve dinner so special. I come from a big Italian right. family, right? And oh, when I yeah. was a kid, it was getting together with my cousins and, you know, just having a bunch of fun. And then when you get a little bit, a little bit older, you realize all the behind the scenes work that the parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles were doing in the background to make it magical. Right. And so I think I kind of look at it as I now love being like, the magic maker, the, the, you know, like mm. doing all the things to make it so special for my kids. But, but then the, the key is that you have to enjoy it with right. them. And that's where I think there's the disconnect. Yes. And I've been there. I mean, there, there was a year that I decided to like make my daughter a dollhouse and, um, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I think I missed out on some of the magic part because I was sure. so consumed by the stress. But I think that's really the key is like, Yes, it's, there are still, I think you started your post today with, is your wrapping done? Is your shopping done? Is your meal menu planned? Are your desserts baked? Um, So there's still that part of it. But when you can reframe how you look at it, like I am making this so special for my family and then going that one step further to like seeing it the way they're seeing it and enjoying it and sensing it the way they're sensing it and um, slowing down to do that really makes the difference. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I loved your, your phrase there being, you love being the magic maker, mm-hmm. you know, and, and creating that, that environment, that, that special, those special memories, you know, for your daughters. Um, I, you know, I am so focused on enjoying this most wonderful time of year that I have a favorite candle scent that, <laughs> That if and so I'm actually holding it because while you were talking, I, I rolled back to my desk and I because it sits on my desk and it's it's basically anything that is that is pine balsam cedar kind of smell mm-hmm. and I'll burn these things year round. I yeah, mean, I don't. It doesn't have to be just be you know in the Christmas season, but so sure enough, I've got one and it was burning on my desk almost all day today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the the smell of it and and. And I, there, you know, I'm trying, I was trying to think of some interesting 
favorite memory type of things. And, and, and I think I had shared with you, and I think this is wonderful for fa- families should do this. People should get together with friends and family as, as best they can. Um, and they should talk about their favorite memories mm-hmm. of Christmas and the holidays. And, um, you know, one, one of the, um, and I, and I didn't share this in a post, but I was, I was doing some, some reading about history and in 1914, I believe it was during world war one, there was a Christmas day truce that occurred on the Western front, um, in, in Europe where all of a sudden on Christmas Eve, uh, or Christmas morning, I don't remember which, German soldiers came out of the trenches um, singing, saying Merry Christmas in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally for days, the war stopped on the Western Front. And they exchanged whatever they had in their pockets as gifts. And they sang and they played soccer. And, and you know, so I, and I remember my grandmother talking about that. Or maybe I didn't hear her talk about, it, but I heard my dad saying, "My mom told me that because mm-hmm. she lived in that that area." Um, and so there's there's we really need to cultivate memories because memories connect generations, and and memories really draw groups of people together. And and so when I was thinking about you know what are my favorite memories. Um, it's hard for me to pick one. There's one memory that's so outstanding, and it's um, my my siblings, my brother and sister had all moved away uh, back in 1987. In one year, they all came home, um, and we put a pretty, when we're together, we're with all of my nieces and nephews. We're a pretty good sized group, and we make a really good choir. Um, I guess we all were blessed with my parents' voices and, and ability to sing. And so mm-hmm. somebody said one, and it, I think it was Christmas Eve or something, somebody said, you know, why don't we just go to Skinny Atlas and sing? And I'm just like, and so me, the logical rule follower, you can't do that. You probably need a permit. You know, we can't just go. And we did. We just went and started walking down the sidewalk in Skinny Atlas singing, and it started snowing, these huge snowflakes. Wow. And people were just, shopkeepers were just so thrilled mm-hmm. that we would do that. You know, and it got, it started to snow so hard, we actually had to get underneath some <laughs> overhangs. And I think we went into, to maybe the Green Mountain coffee shop or something. I don't yeah. know. But it was just, we just had so much fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that if my siblings um, listen to this, and I know one of my nephews does, um, he'll remember it. Jason will remember walking through Skinny Atlas and singing Christmas carols. And it was, and the neat part was it wasn't something that we got. It was something we did together. Mm-hmm. So it's not about a gift. Now, I do remember a very special gift. And I shared this with you before. Um, when my family moved to Syracuse from Mansfield, Ohio, I was pretty young. I was three and a half or four when we moved here. Um, and the first few years were really rough because my dad... The house that my parents had sold in Ohio didn't sell, and they had a house here that they were renting, trying to buy, and so money was tight for several years. And and my dad, one year, not having money to buy a bunch of gifts, although none of us noticed it. None of us noticed that, you know, they didn't have any money. They just it wasn't something we talked about, and we just always felt we had more than we needed. But my dad built a scroll saw, 
an electric scroll saw out of parts that he was able to get from a company where he worked. Mm-hmm. And I still have it in my storage room here. I don't use it in my workshop because it's a little bit louder and not quite as safe, interestingly enough, perhaps as, as the newer ones. But I'll never get rid of that because my dad made it for my brother and me when I was, you know, probably, I don't know, 10 years old. Wow. So those are the things that really have deep meaning. Mm-hmm. So how about you? Do you have any special Christmas memories? I I do. I have a lot. And um, it's it's funny that we're talking about this now because just recently my mom had all of our, well, not all of our, the, the most special of our um, home video collection. She had converted to, um, I think they're, they're maybe, I don't know, MP three or four or whatever MP4s, the, maybe. yeah, MP four. Um, so that we, we can, sh- there's a, a library online and we can just access them in the cloud and watch them wow. from wherever. So what a we, high tech family. It's so cool. I, it is amazing. just seeing, you know, my great grandmother videos, videos yes. from when my mom was pregnant with me and, um, wow. just, I mean, old videos and some more newer, you know, as, as whenever, you know, video taping was replaced by cell phones. But so I've actually been able to watch a lot of our Christmas mornings and things like that um, recently. And they, they've all been special in their own ways. But I think I'm really at the point right now where we are, some of my favorite holiday memories are more recent. Um, mm-hmm. at, like I can think back to Oh, it must have been maybe six years ago or so now. Yep. Um, it was right before I got married and right before my brother and sister-in-law got married. And it was that Christmas before the weddings. We all got married within a couple of weeks of each other. Um, and we we did a, you know, as we got older, you know, the gift giving didn't take as long, right? Because we'd have, sure. you know, less to open. And so my mom instituted this game where we would... Uh, before you opened a gift, you had to pick a question out of a hat and answer the question. And there were some, you know, silly ones, some really heartfelt ones. And it was just so much fun. And it was really special because, um, you know, it was kind of like our our last Christmas before the family really grew a lot. Sure. And sure. Um, so that was really special. And it was kind of a new tradition that we had started. And yeah. And then I think... You know, a few years after that, um, my my first nephew was actually born on Christmas Day, and wow, that was <laughs> really special because we had known that um, my sister in law was in labor in the morning on Christmas morning, and and by I don't know dinner time he had been born, and so it was just like really special to kind of be anticipating his birth together as a family, um, and then as more as recent as. Last year, we actually um, have started also celebrating Hanukkah because mm-hmm. my sister-in-law celebrates Hanukkah, and um, wonderful! It's been so great to learn over the last few years to learn about Hanukkah and to celebrate it. Last year, we had a um, a traditional Hanukkah celebration, a fantastic meal. And we're all together. We were all together under one roof, which was the best part of it all. Yep. And I think that's the hardest part about this year is that we're we're not doing that. But um, you know, we we've been able to. They I think they're all kind of tradition based for me. You know, I have great memories of sure 
being a kid um, with my cousins. I have a lot of cousins um, and celebrating with them. And now a lot of my cousins have kids. So yep. seeing, you know, the cousins and the, and the kids and everyone just, sure. um, you know, those are the, the really special things. And of course, Christmas cookies. Yes, um, absolutely. I, the smell of butter and sugar and vanilla <laughs> It is like when I smell that, it's like yep. I it's like I'm I'm with my mom in the kitchen in our That's awesome. you know, in the house that we lived in when I was five. Wow. And now that I do that with my girls, like last night we've been making cookies for a long time, but last night we were doing it and it's just like it takes me back. It's like that it, it's like it was my mom's perfume or something, you know. Yeah, I sure. like is yep. that that sensory connection. Um yep. so of course I love doing that. That's great. You know, there there is one gift that I got that will that that will never ever be forgotten. And I know I shouldn't say talk about gifts, but I'll explain. So, um for some years, um our family would we would just like do a secret Santa type of thing or we would draw names and you had to buy for somebody. Yep. And we would go from youngest to oldest. Now we, I think they, they do it, but they don't involve my wife and I, which is great because we just get to be too big of a group and people need to save, save their money, not spend it on their parents. Um, but I would go last because I'm the oldest in the, in the group. And, and I'm actually holding this card. So I was last and my daughter-in-law, Abby, had drawn my name. And so, and this is just like, we're, we're sitting around. It's just a wonderful, and we open our gifts on Christmas Eve mm -hmm. and we're sitting around having a wonderful time. And then I get this, this box and I, and I believe inside it was a sweater, a really nice one, if I remember correctly, but the card was like amazing. This is a, and I have it in my hands. It is a hand made card that's got, I don't know how many layers of things glued up on it. It's just, it's just gorgeous. Um, the outside says Merry Christmas. On the inside, it says this, Dad, I hope that you're enjoying a beautiful Christmas season, especially this year. Also hope that you enjoy your gift. And then she says, although the best gifts don't come under the tree. Merry Christmas from our soon-to-be family of three. <laughs> Baby Freund arriving June 2016. And the place just erupted. Mm-hmm. So that's how Jeremy and Abby shared with the family that they were expecting. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I mean, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, you me know? too. And, and yeah. You can tell what I meant, mm -hmm. how much it meant because I still have the card. Mm -hmm. So that's, those are the things and we'll never forget that. And we, you know, whenever we see little Noah, who's not little anymore, but Noah was born in June of 2016 and we found out on Christmas Eve. Yep. So do you have, um, we talked about, like Christmas dinner, or do you have like a special Christmas Eve menu of any kind? Um, in the past, you know, we, we sort of um, we would gather with my dad's side of the family, which has now grown to be rather large, um, with all like I said, all the cousins and all the cousins having their own kids. Um, and I and there was just always too much food, um, and there were always some staples in the menu, some things that always remain the same. But I think over the years, it's kind of evolved a little bit. And this year will, will certainly be different. So um, we have yet to to build that menu for this year because we'll be 
just home, the four of us, which will, which will be special in its own way. I'm I'm looking forward to, to new, new traditions and new things. So our Christmas Eve is typically, we just do a bunch of hors d'oeuvres. Um, at some time it's either, and we'll either do this on Christmas Eve or Christmas day. There will always, or at least sometime when we're all together, there's going to be, we'll make a cheese fondue, Mm -hmm. you know, we, which is just, we all love it. It's not, probably not good. It's not, it's not bad if you only have it a few times a year. You probably wouldn't want to eat it every week (laughs) because I consume large amounts of cheese, (laughs) large amounts of bread and cheese. And, and of course, a really nice white wine that kind of helps you digest the cheese. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my point for having us talk about these things was just to get people to start thinking about their memories, helping them think about this wonderful season. When we spend more time inside just because of the weather, um, and when we spend time with loved ones and thinking about, you know, the reason for the season and being with our families, and it just, I, I want us all to look at life through the eyes of a child not to be childish mm-hmm. but to be childlike and really you know and, and children enjoy simple pleasures they're you know they're quick to forgive you can have you know your girls could be fighting one minute and playing closely together the next minute yep you know children don't hold grudges adults do you know and and think about you know how how trusting our kids are in us where you know when they're little that they just if they grab our hand that's all they need to feel safe, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that shows us the power of the relationships. And they're so creative. They can, they're so imaginative. Well, why can't we be like that? And the other note that I put here that I sent you is children aren't afraid to show affection. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we all need to be more willing to show affection to our loved ones, just to express how we feel about them. Um, you know, it just... Do it because we never know how many days or years we might have with each other. So let's make the most of it. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how many more Christmas holiday seasons we're going to have with people. So let's make the most of the one we have, Mm -hmm. as unique as it is. Yep. Yep. And uh, this one certainly will require that creativity and imaginative thinking that that you mentioned. Yeah. And, And also just for folks to remember, you know, when you're able to be with your loved ones, there are people that aren't able to be with theirs. And, you know, I'm thinking about the healthcare workers, Mm -hmm. you know, that are working under extremely difficult situations right now. Um, Just remember them as well when you're able to enjoy your nice warm house and meal. And when we're, you know, when we're exchanging gifts with loved ones, there's people caring for the sick. Mm -hmm. And they have to do it at a different time. Anyways. That's all I have. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think it's easy to get caught up in the, the stress of the season. I think this is a great reminder yeah. to, you know, those things might not go away, but um, instead of thinking, oh, I, you know, I have to wrap presents. What if it's, you know, I, I get to turn on some fun, festive music right? and, you know, and kind of, enjoy that knowing that you know you're going to be gifting others with something yes you know that you thought yes. they would really love or yep. enjoying that cookie baking time instead of it being a chore and then sitting back and enjoying all that you have to enjoy 
Exactly. Exactly. Because regardless of what the environment around us is throwing at us this year, it is still Christmas. It's still Hanukkah. It's still the holidays. Mm -hmm. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page.